0: And we're back. It's your boy, Wardo Jackson, CEO, founder, creator of the Cinema Draft Game, along with our famous and our famous around these parts, correspondents from Hollywood, our unpaid Hollywood correspondents, actors, movie enthusiasts, and roommates. It's Khalila Joy and Alexia Peeble. Hello. Thanks Hello, for having us back. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm glad to, to get you back. Grace, grace you, grace us with your presence on this podcast. Our Andy Cohen inspired watch what happens live drinking game word tonight shall be the word sing because every time you hear one of us say that word, take a sip of what you're sipping, get that clear <laughs> in your system, take a sip of what you're sipping. Because <laughs> tonight's pod will be all about your favorite movies. They have some singing going on. So, ladies, thank you for for uh, beaming in from Hollywood. Tell us something good. You know the social contracts on fire, Ronas everywhere, stuff's shutting down, rates <laughs> spiking up. Tell me something good. Damn it, tell me something good.
1: You go ah. first. <laughs> tell you something good. Yes, please. Um, about LA.
0: Anything, anything. <laughs> good. I'll take anything good at this moment.
1: Oh. Um, I don't know what to tell you, dude. Oh, oh wow. I hair.
0: There you yeah. go. Nice, nice yeah. shade of red. We're I like
1: there. it. We are.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Instead of rocking our uh, uh, TWA, which is fine, <laughs> but this is not where I am,
0: you know. Oh, get your Michaela Cole on. I'm with them. I'm definitely with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about you, KJ? You got anything good?
1: Um, I would say I just finished <laughs> my seventh revision of my feature scripts and based on some notes that I got back from a finance company. So I count that as good news.
0: Well, I mean, just between you and I, like, you know, can a fellow writer take a look at it sometime? I mean, what's up? Yeah. Yeah, you can. (laughs) I mean, hello. Anyways. All right. That's fine. Well, we'll handle this off here. All right. So let's go to my favorite segment, which is what we're watching. And I will share my screen for a part of this because and actually I just finished watching I think the sixth episode and I am I am all on the second season of Hannah. This this, this were? Yes. Have you all seen Hannah? Have you seen Hannah? Oh. And tell
1: me about Hannah. Yeah, I haven't heard a single person say that was the move. I've seen a lot of billboards for Hannah though.
0: I know. I I've, I've felt so alone, y'all. I felt so alone with my hand alone. Because I watched it last year. Um came out on Amazon Prime. Uh, you know, I actually remember watching the movie, I think even in theaters. The one with the... Right,
2: the movie, I always get her name
0: wrong. S- Series Ronin, Is that right? Ser- yeah. Saoirse. Saoirse. Yeah, Saoirse Ronan. I watched the original in theaters. It was fine. I enjoyed it. Um, this one, it's... So, same concept, like a woman, uh, a young woman, like a girl, based teenage girl, is raised in the wild, you know, by her father, or whatever. But and she's kind of kept off the grid because she's basically the product of this uh, CIA genetic experiment. She's DNA engineered, like part wolf or something like that, be like super feral, They train them, and she's like a trained killer, right? And then it's kind of watching her be introduced, introduced back into society uh, when the government kind of tracks her down, and then you see her basically. Eight episodes of her kicking ass everywhere. it's really something to see and and this season it's just more of the same I mean she's I mean there's fights every episode, so I love that I love yeah. that um, uh, Esme Creed miles, I think is the name of the of uh, the actor plays Hannah, and she's got like the most like you know it's she's like a baby born I, I call her baby born she's like ah, 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 ah. everything's like staccato choreography movements and she's just you know getting it I love it it's good it's good stuff so. Yeah, Hannah.
1: I love when women get to kick some ass. More of that, please.
0: Yeah, yeah. Kidding, yeah, kick your ass and do a little spy, spy stuff. And yeah, I, I enjoy it. So that's what I'm watching on Prime. The other thing I'm watching is, of course, and I would love to play some music from it, but this would get a copyright strike, is <laughs> the Hamilton. <laughs> Hamilton came to Disney Plus over the weekend. And this is the first time I've seen it. I, I think I'd heard the... The, the, the mixtape, I had actually heard the soundtrack, so all those songs were pretty much new to me, although I'd heard, you know, bits and, and, and pieces through, you know, pop culture, you know, My Shot, all sorts of stuff. Yeah. That was the best play i have ever seen in my life. I've yep. been going to the theater or been in the theater since fifth grade, and this is the best play I've ever seen in my life, and yes, I get it. It's not historically accurate. I'll cur, I'll cur. <laughs> I enjoyed the hell out of it. Hamilton, see it if you haven't. See it a fifth time, even if you have, it's great. What are, y'all, what are your thoughts on Hamilton?
1: What's your favorite song from the, from the show?
0: It's like Ask Me to Kill My Babies. Right now, I'm on an ongoing loop in my head. <sighs> Wait for it. Satisfied.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, Quiet Uptown. Oh, devastating. Coming to, right, next time I do get a girlfriend, it's coming to a mixtape near her soon. All right, that's, that's definitely the next mixtape. I love Quiet Uptown. Mm-hmm. Of course I lost my video as I hate I hate you Zoom. Anyways, yeah, uh Quiet Uptown. Those are the top three. Uh, I do mix in, burn some and um uh oh nonstop. Did I say nonstop already? Definitely nonstop.
1: nonstop.
0: <clears throat> yeah. What about you guys?
1: Um you you named some of my favorites too. Um I also like um uh it must be nice i find yeah. myself singing that a lot
0: it must be nice um, it
1: must mm-hmm. be
0: nice
1: <laughs> i feel like wait for it is probably my fave fave so but you named that already, like so. i just uh yeah I'm inevitable i am an original it's <laughs> so good so good so good but the one and i'm blanking right now on what it's called the one um <laughs> where where hamilton writes about his affair in the paper oh
0: oh, yeah
1: and Um, they're like oh my gosh what is it called now i have to find it never
0: gonna be president never gonna be
1: president president.
0: (laughs) (laughs) the v's got so much swag on that song
1: man i remember when we left the theater to see that um here in la and i was riding with my girl tiffany i was like Play that song, like I wanted to hear that song over and over and over. It's so good.
0: Yeah, man, that that's the type of production that you know. Like I said, doesn't doesn't just live up to the hype. It surpasses sort of it. Like I was prepared for a for a good to great experience. That was damn near a religious experience. That those songs have been swimming through my head ever since Friday, nonstop. I've seen it twice, which is asking a lot of me because I see a lot of stuff. But it's sitting me down to watch something that's almost three hours twice. In, in like two days is, is a lot, so I, I love it. Well, yeah, yeah. I guess it's the closest thing to unconditional love I can have the piece of art right now. So I really enjoy it, and I highly recommend everyone see it. And that's what I'm watching. What are you ladies watching?
1: Uh, well, I have been rewatching a lot of old stuff. In okay.
2: Quarters.
1: Like I rewatched Alias. Oh. Watching um, Living Single and enjoy like laughing like I've never seen it before but (laughs) but um I just recently finished um all-american and the good fight
0: well uh, all right we'll get to the good fight a second you know I'm a you know king's you know good fight good wife universe stand but what was your thoughts on all-american because I started that but I kind of tapped out early you thought what no, I, I started, I started uh, All-American, but then I capped out early. What did I you think of
1: All-American? I think it was better than I thought it was going to be. There's more depth and more heart than I expected from, uh, I thought I knew what it was going to be when I heard the premise. Right. And it's, it's more than that. It's a lot more than that. There's a lot of social commentary in it um, that I, that's relevant. Right now, and done in a great way, and I know people on the show, so support oh. is important. <laughs> oh, so so
0: who are we supporting around here? Who should we su- support on the show?
1: Uh, Kareem karima Westbrook and uh, Kareem Grimes, aka oh. uh, Grace James, and preach free preach. <laughs>
0: okay, yeah, definitely Kareem Westbrook. All right, very nice.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay, yeah, and so the good fight. So are you you caught up? Yeah. So you're through Jeffrey Epstein's penis?
1: Yeah. Oh my word! What? I'm is sorry.
0: Now, Kate is like, do I need to see this, or do I not need to see this?
1: No, I have no interest in Jeffrey Epstein's penis. very much.
0: Well, he ain't really using it right now, so you know.
1: What do you think, though? Like, based on that little, the way it was presented to you, is misleading.
0: The, the good the good fight, I mean, it, it's excellent TV. It's, you know, some of the highest level writing and performing and stuff. And, and the way they kind of steer into the craziness of our current moment, it's awesome. I love it. Yeah, I
1: love it. yeah. I don't get enough of that.
0: Yeah, yeah. And, you know, tragically, of course, stricken short, what was it, only seven episodes this year because of, yeah, yeah, of the pandemic? And I'm not sure if you're up on the casting gossip, but it sounds like our girl Kush Jumbo is not coming back.
1: See, that would be sad, though.
0: I mean, I, she, I live, I live for, I, I live for, for some good Luca Quinn stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. I, I think they're going to, you know, have her back, like maybe a couple episodes to kind of wrap up her storyline, but yeah, she, she's out. She's out. Delroy Lindo's gone. Take,
1: take it back. Take it. <laughs> I, I,
0: take I wish it I, could right I could take now. it back out of your, it I didn't, I don't make the rules. He's out. He's gone. Uh, I, yeah, so sad. So I'll, it'll be interesting to see how they fix that for next season. Whenever they they're able to film the next season, who knows at this point. But yeah, he
1: loved the um, the black girl billionaire. Uh, yes. That they leave this season. I was like, I'm here for this and this and this black lady friendship.
0: Mm-hmm. I, I was there for all that, and you know, I'm gonna. I'm going to be a head black male for a minute, and she was fine. Yes, bring cute. her back.
1: Super cute.
0: Bring her back and her private jet, all right?
1: <laughs> and all her friend, all her poker-playing friends.
0: Yes, yes, all her, her deadbeat <laughs> poker-playing friends. You <laughs> better pay that woman her money.
1: I know. Shady. All right.
0: all right, what about you, KJ? Anything you're watching?
1: Uh, yes, I just, I actually just started last night, and I'm already five episodes in but um, I may destroy you.
0: Whoa. Okay. So you're caught up there. there are are only five episodes out there, unless you've got screeners or something.
1: Oh, is it? I don't know. I don't even know how many episodes in the season. I don't know how many have been released, but I am just so blown away. Like I can't even wrap my mind around how Michaela sat down and wrote this. Mm. And like the way it's shot, and she directs a lot of the episodes, and I'm just like, "Girl, who, who are you? How are you? This is, <laughs> How is- are you?
0: Can we be best friends? No,
1: she,
0: no, she. So I, there's an article out, I think today. Um, I'm not sure if it's Vulture or Vanity Fair. It might be Vanity Fair Please, that did a profile. It, I, oh, you read that? Okay, yeah, I, I need to read that. I, it's making the circles in my, or it's it's uh, circulating my circles as well. I want to read it because yeah, I, I watch it too. I'm caught up. There's only been five episodes. Out so far and i don't know i mean this feels like it's only half an hour uh, show And basically for those who don't know who are watching listening at home i may destroy you it's uh, uh it's written uh, cr- written created sometimes directed by michaela cole of chewing gum fame and she's uh i guess like a a millennial living in london who has a bit of internet fame who's working on a on a book and she gets sexually assaulted and she's trying to piece together the memories of it and also it plays into a in, into ongoing narratives of different levels and, and experiences of sexual assault inside each day and what it looks like and how to deal with it and things of that nature. And and it's I I mean, I'm 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 enjoying it too. It it, it often is uncomfortable. It's often yeah. I,
1: mean, I was about to say this yeah. sounds mad heavy. It revelatory, is
0: revelatory, but I mean, this last episode where she I mean, she for, so it, it, it you'll have, at least I've I'm having like, uh, it's not even so much a love-hate relationship, but like like a push-pull relationship with the show because, and I'm sure this is, I mean, I've never been sexually assaulted. Unfortunately, I have dated uh, women who have been, so I mean, that's as as close as I get to it, but I, I, it, you kind of have, like, there's almost like a stream of consciousness style of storytelling in it, where not only does she have flashback, you know, glimpses of sexual assault, but there'll be an actual sexual assault happening. She's not even realizing it. And then when she kind of grows into the knowledge of it, she acts on it. and it was, I mean, that last episode was pretty damn powerful.
1: Yeah. I mean, <laughs> part of me was like, yes, everybody needs like, <laughs> everybody needs to catch that fire. But um I did Let me know you're a
0: rapist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: When I did read the article, part of what she was saying was that when she was writing it was more about trying to find herself after the trauma. Like it wasn't even about the politics of consent necessarily. It was about how she could move through that to be whomever she is from that point on and yeah. like how she de- dealt with that. And I'm just like you know, there are, like you said, there are parts that are uncomfortable and certain things. I'm like, girl, you did not show that. Like, you did not.
0: No, Claude. <laughs> That's
1: what I was saying. I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. But, I mean, I just, I couldn't Real? stop watching it. I was like, this is so good. It's so good.
0: Yeah. yeah. I haven't
1: felt this way since Euphoria. And that trash because they That's have a very similar mm-hmm. energy behind them. mm mm-hmm.
0: You yeah, know, a lot of, lot of, lot of, uh, strong energy, female energy, female friendship energy. I love Terry. Yeah, Terry's yeah, like yeah. Still, no name. Yeah, I love their little dynamic, and and Terry, she's a bit of a mess too. She's got this, uh, this uh, best friend, this gay guy who's also dealing with his own issues of, of consent that was, and assault, and that was that, awesome. that was that was heartbreaking. That last episode, it really yeah. was. Just watching him at the at the police station, just. I mean, these guys are here protecting the server, and he's not being served at all. Uh, it was just, it was bad. Um, but I mean, but overall, no, it, you know, the, the show is, I'm not saying it's like a lighthearted show by any stretch, but it's it, it's challenging, engaging, and, you know, I, I think it's necessary. It's, it's great. I'm glad it's out in the world. I'm glad we get to see this for however many episodes it is. Uh, I don't know how, I mean, it, every episode feels so intense, like a really intense ball of 30 minutes. So I'm not sure if it really is gonna be the 13 episodes i think i saw listed on imdb i mean that'd be a lot but uh i'm here for it It's great.
1: i want all of them i want all my episodes
0: anything <laughs> <laughs> uh, else kj anything else you want to highlight
1: um i'm also catching up on killing eve oh. really?
2: <laughs> <laughs> what
1: no but but you know one thing that i find similar with i may destroy you and killing eve these are very heavy dark subject matters, but there is a levity and a comedy interspersed throughout the narrative in both of these shows and it's done so well. Like I shouldn't be laughing watching Killing Eve, but I do. <laughs> because I think
0: your monster encourages my monster, no
1: <laughs> Wait, what did you
0: say? <laughs> that was my that was my bad attempt at a Russian accent. I think your monster encourages my monster, no, no, no.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She's so good. Oh,
0: oh Jodica. Yeah. Give her her all her kings all her things, she is outstanding i mean obviously easy to look at whatever but she's so talented all the different accents the style the flair her yeah. her, her assassin character villanelle has is yeah. just i mean so her much fun
1: voices are brilliant and fearless like she's a fearless actress and i stand like i watch that kind of acting i'm like
0: that's what I want to do. <laughs> and her fashion. I mean, I'm not, I'm not a fashionista at all. I mean, but man, her fashion is always off the charts. Something really cool. Ever, so I'm, how far are you on Killing Eve?
1: I'm only in season two. I'm like, um, six or seven episodes into season two.
0: Okay. So, okay. So I think you've been to the part where she's in Amsterdam. She's, I think she's wearing like a pink dress or something. Something kind oh, of really, yeah. 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 And the woman comes up to her and is like, can I take a picture of you for my Instagram? And she's like,
1: no. No. <laughs> why why
0: would I let you do that? Yeah, yeah. Perfect. Yes, yeah. Nice accent too. Why why would I let you do that? Yes. That was great. Yeah, so I, I love it all. I love a good accent. Yeah, I love Jodie Comer. Sandra and, and Sandra oh, she did win her, her Emmys and stuff the first year round. And she is good in this. I think her best episodes probably were in season one, but just watching every every episode is like a Christmas gift for between, you know, us and Villanelle. Like what crazy is she gonna bring this episode? I love it.
2: Absolutely. Yeah.
0: Yes. All right. Good stuff. Yeah. Wrong button, but we'll indulge it. It's kind of long, too. Wow, that is right next to the air horn. That is a deathly Dang. mistake. <laughs> but here we go. There we go. Damn it. Our top three musicals. That is the subject tonight. And the rules are, for those of you who are new to our little game here, you must name a movie musical. And by musical, I mean not a movie with a great soundtrack. I mean a movie where they sing their exposition, dang it, like a true musical. All right? We will alternate picks. When someone picks a movie, the movie is out of play. All right? And I, I actually, you know what? You guys are roommates. Fight amongst yourselves. Who gets to go first? I'll, I'll leave it up to you.
1: But wait, I have a question. Sure. Are we including animated films?
0: Sure. Why not? All right. Great. <laughs> <laughs> I don't
1: know why that, that question was asked.
0: <laughs> now, you're like, that's my whole list. Yes. They we sing through their exposition. Us. Why not? <laughs>
1: great. All right. Go ahead, Lex. You go. Well, I would like to start by saying I hate the fact that we only get three picks.
0: Well, I mean, that, that's, <laughs> that's nine movies between be, the three five. of us.
1: Like, nobody does top three. Everybody does top five.
0: Because, because if, if, if the people wanted to our podcast, we could give it to them, and then we'd do top five, but because there's three of us, three each. That's just fair. It's just math. <laughs> it's just math.
1: Um, there's so many. I'm going to start my list with Purple Rain.
0: Oh, okay. Is I that your
1: musical? Wait a minute. Purple Rain is a musical?
0: Purple Rain. Or a man. great
1: soundtrack movie?
0: Oh you know what, oh, I, said
1: what I said because he made a specific
0: Yeah, I, I haven't seen purple rain like forever so i can't even remember it, much about it do they sing through their, their exposition
1: they've seen they performances don't. they don't sing it
0: no no doesn't count doesn't count go back you know what you you work oh, on your first film we'll go to we'll go to kj go ahead kj wow okay <laughs> all right
1: well we'll, we'll, we'll come
0: uh, back to you we'll come back to you
1: I'm going to start where I live, Uh, at The Wiz. Ah,
0: I had a feeling that was coming. Well black, done.
1: Goodness right there. All
0: right, tell people about The Wiz for those millennials who may not know better.
1: This is Barry Gordy's uh, first foray into feature-length cinema, I believe. And it's basically a Black version of The Wizard of Oz that stars Diana Ross, the incomparable Michael Jackson, Nipsey Russell, Lena Horne. Um, and it's like one of my favorite childhood movies. Still, That's one Michael
0: of- Jackson with the black nose too. Oh, look at that! Oh,
1: wow, really? You know what? You <laughs> know what? Flagrant. <laughs> and his his solo, his Scarecrow solo, is probably my favorite uh song. Okay.
0: Oh yeah, look at these visuals. All right, all right. We accept the Wiz. We accept the Wiz. All right. So, 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 what? Do you have any uh, anything to add on the Wiz? Lex, or you want to go with your pick?
1: No, the Wiz is a classic. You can't go wrong. Every colored person needs to see The Wiz. If you haven't seen it, get your life together.
0: <laughs> That's right. Get it's your life.
1: It is fantastical. Yeah, there's just so much greatness. The music, the choreography. me, no lion. No, no, bad. He
0: scared me as a kid. Bad news.
1: No bad news, no bad news, oh no bad news, no
0: bad news. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that makeup scared me as a kid, but yeah, definitely the whiz. The whiz. All right, so go ahead, uh, Alexia, what is your. then. What? What was that?
1: My pick will be Willy Wonka.
0: Ah, Charlie the Chocolate Factory.
1: Candy Willy Wonka. Wonka.
0: Oh, Willy Wonka, sorry, the, the Johnny Depp one, right? Okay.
1: Sir. Uh, uh i said There's oh willy
0: wonka and the chocolate factory okay the original
1: and the chocolate factory i don't you know lose.
0: good day sir <laughs> i
1: said good day you get
0: nothing you lose good day sir. i love that gif by the way all right so yeah so tell us about willy wonka and the chocolate factory Lex. Nice.
1: So Willie is a very eccentric owner of a chocolate factory, and he has hidden golden tickets in his famous chocolate bars. <laughs> and the um, lucky children who get those golden tickets get to tour his factory, and it's a wonderful, whimsical, kind of creepy sometimes. If you see very young um, foray into. Uh, Social issues.
0: Look at these yeah. colors, so bright, man! Yeah. So many primary yeah. colors.
1: There's so many um, life lessons in the song, in the story, and that are relevant right now, right now. All right. But, well, and I wish there were a chocolate factory where there was a river of chocolate, and everything <laughs> was I would have been there eight times already.
0: You know. All right, well, and and then the the oompa Loompas. Who doesn't
1: love an oompa loompa? <laughs> Singing their lessons. Mm-hmm. I love, love, love Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. But I remember. You know, in, in elementary school when you would have a movie day? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember they would play Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. And because I was an overweight child, I always got so uncomfortable when Oompa Loompa sang the fat song. Oh, <laughs> no. Because I was like, they're talking about me. Oh. <laughs> oh. But I get it. But I do ha- I have that very, very uh visceral memory <laughs> from watching that movie in school but i still there, there it is, there it is. Yep. There it is.
0: <laughs> you lose you know you get nothing you lose good day sir
1: it's a lifting drink.
0: <laughs> all right well my first film will be and i i have things off the board i mean because i know y'all coming for it is dream girls gotta do it love it great i mean great soundtrack and this was actually dream girls. Yep. Oh wow. Okay. So I wasted the pick. All right. Whatever. I still love it. Uh, I have
1: dream girls.
0: I have very fond memories of Dream Girls for a lot of different reasons. This was the be- this was in the middle of my of my musical. Uh, and I'm not even Renaissance. I never really like musicals. unless I was in them. But uh, it was I was my awakening, my musicals awakening uh, in the in the mid aughts. Uh, Beyonce, of course, had no idea you know, how how good she was going to be in this. How everyone, how good everyone's going to be in this. And this is in the, my uh, my my movie review heyday, uh, The Real Deal, RIP. Uh, and I remember they brought us in for like a uh, for like a press junket. I was on somebody's list, some way, somehow, and they brought us all down to where they're, they they showed like a live rec- uh, a live taping of like one of the musical numbers when, when they're on stage. And Beyonce was there and doing her thing, everything everything everyone looked great and then they brought us over to like a tent afterwards and and met um Keith uh Keith Robbins no Keith yeah Keith Robbins right yeah uh, the, the brother who's in this and yeah, you know, he was he was super nice and stuff and then I remember you know everyone's got their own little brush with Beyonce moment so my brush with Beyonce moment was she was on her way out I saw her, was incredible and all sorts of stuff and I remember just calling after her saying you did a great job uh, Ms. Dole. She's like, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I lived off that for about a week because you know, yeah, late, late 20s LA, get a get a get a uh, a holla back from Beyonce. I feel pretty good about myself. Yeah,
1: so, yeah. she heard you. She She,
0: heard.
1: Heard. she spoke mm-hmm. directly to you.
0: You know, she looked in my direction. I was part of the beehive for a second, yes. Yeah no but dream girls all that aside Dream Girls great songs, great Jennifer Hudson performance. Oscars all around. Eddie Murphy was robbed. I wanted him to win that Oscar. Yeah. Poor Eddie. Um I actually I think that might have been what caused him to shut it down for a while, right? Like he really he campaigned and stuff for the Oscar and then after that he disappeared.
1: Yeah, I heard he I heard he was uh not pleased. Yeah. Um but I remember my family and I, because it came out around Christmas, and my family and I all went to see it together. And after Jennifer Hudson does her big You're Gonna Love Me number. (laughs) Yeah. I remember telling my dad, I was like, man, she lost American Idol. He was like, well, who the hell won then? <laughs>
0: <laughs> who did win that year? Was that Lambert? No, that wasn't Lambert's year. I don't even
1: remember. Uh, but he could not believe. He was like, no. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, man. Jay hud So good.
1: How you like me now? yeah oh, that was a good movie i mm-hmm. want to watch that now i know
0: yeah <laughs> see? see yeah i definitely still have the soundtrack that soundtrack still still bangs yeah um, oh, cool. that, that was that and i think that was anika yeah that was my uh exposure my first exposure to anika noni rose yeah
1: was that her first film i know she was a big um broadway actress yeah it might have
0: been let's see film? anika noni mm-hmm. yeah she oh, God, oh my gosh oh, yes still serving them so, certain us them looks all right then since you're such
1: a nico fan
0: uh, I, I mean i, I didn't I mean, every time i see her in something i'm just instantly happy she's so good in everything she does like i'm not like i don't go around thinking like oh wow i really love anika noni rose today but every time i see her in something i love it i love her even that that failed two season bt show on, on college or whatever where she was like the the, the Oh yeah, the,
2: the quad. Yeah,
0: the quad, yeah, thank you. Where she was like, like the sexed up uh headmaster, whatever it was. That was that was great. That was that that definitely was about my interest. So uh looks like her first oh, I guess she had like some small bit parts on oh from Justin to Kelly. That was your movie debut? Oh, you poor child, okay. What
1: what is it?
0: Remember no, Je- Justin Guardini? Yeah,
1: yeah, and Kelly Clarkson after they were
0: <laughs>
1: American Idol. Wow
0: quick cultural cul-de-sac into nowhere this thing yeah this happened
1: i actually forgot i forgot was he the runner-up yeah okay yeah. Oh, wow. oh there she
0: is there's our girl oh. wow. she looks the set, man y'all you know blessings be to the, the african-american woman and your <laughs> your features and your skin tone i mean y'all just y'all just keep doing it just Her timeless <laughs> timeless damn it timeless yeah yeah i i did not see that i saw pretty much everything back then i did not see this so
1: oh wow does justin (laughs) 2.1
0: on imdb do
1: it just because
0: at a twenty four thousand rate do you know how bad you have to be to get a 2.1 on imdb like like this is my business we we do the scores every week you know all week to get a 2.1 that's like unheard of wow that's an accomplishment. Anyways, all right, so enough about this culture cul-de-sac. Let's go to the next movie. Uh, we'll go back to you, Alexia, since we need to do
1: Don't do me any favors. Girl, sir. go ahead. <laughs> um, I think, okay, so Dream Girls and Oh, God. I think I'm going to go with A Little Shop of Horrors. Mm. Good one. Really. See me, me boy. I've watched my entire childhood. I've seen Willy Wonka count. Like I literally couldn't count how many times I've seen that movie. Same with a little shop of horrors. My bestie in high school. Um, we also used to go to the same church and, you know, sometimes my sister and I would go home with her and her sister and her, her dad would be like, we will be watching the show in their living room. And he'd be like, does this come out every week? <laughs> <You> ever <laughs> <seen> <laughs> Yeah. It Suddenly was. Seymour. So,
0: yes. Oh, on. wow. I had no idea Tichino was in oh, and, and Tisha. Wow. Mm-hmm. Little child, little child of I remember that part. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Little of ah, 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 ooh, ah.
0: Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, I I'm. I remember seeing it in, this, in the theater. My mom took me to see it for some reason and I remember like being terrorized by the plant, but loving it. Yeah.
1: Oh, I, good stuff! I don't remember when I actually saw the movie. I think I was a little bit, maybe I was a teenager. Mm. Mm. Um, but I tell you what, the voice that shocked me was Miss Audrey. I was I know, not right? expecting that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> she gave you the whole uh, vanilla Michelet situation, like <laughs> eight octaves high, and her, her speaking voice, and then her singing voice was eight octaves low, and really powerful.
0: I was
1: like, like, "Whoa! Come on!" Suddenly, Seymour. I just watched Little Shop of (laughs) Horrors probably a month ago. Did you? On what? On GP. (laughs) It was on on one of the apps, Prime or Hmm. or Roku. I mean, sorry, or Hulu. Hmm. One of those.
0: Oh, look at that! All right, Little Shop of (laughs) Horrors, good one. Good one. All right, so so what's your next film, uh, Kalila?
1: Well, since you said we could do animation, I'm gonna (laughs) go. With the little mermaid, there because we go. I loved that movie so much. I've loved it since I was a wee lass, <laughs> <laughs> and, and you I-
0: know I, you know I'm on a big outlander jag right now, so I, I appreciated the wee lass <laughs> <The wheel laughs> all right, so yeah, so all right, so that was I just blanked, I'm sorry, what was the name of the film The Little, little mermaid. mermaid Little mermaid, thank you, all right, little mermaid. And they
1: are doing a live action version eventually with um young Hallie, from yeah. Home.
0: Hallie okay. Bailey,
1: no.
0: <laughs> that's no, not r- it. wrong one. Oops. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, wrong one again. Let me let quit. Let clicking the wrong stuff. Hold on a second. It,
1: how many little, little mermaids are there?
0: Uh, too many, apparently.
1: Maybe 10, you have 10, to type in the.
0: Twenty eleven. That's right. No, that's that's TV show. Wrong. The little fine. The little mermaid. Let's try, there we go. Eighty nine. Yes, yes, yes. Ariel, yes. Which kicked off, you know, the a, a thousand Christmas cost or uh, Halloween costumes and what have you with the red hair and the and the scales and stuff. So yes, yeah, so tell us about your your love of the little mermaid.
1: Um, I just remember seeing it when I was a kid. My mom took me, and we missed the beginning. <laughs> and God bless my mom; she let us stay to watch the next showing. So we could watch the 15 or like, I don't know, 10 minutes we missed, but then she was like, we are not, we are not watching this whole thing again. (laughs) So we actually had to leave. But I just remember falling in love with this movie and like my favorite song is not probably one of the more well-known ones is Kiss the Girl, Hmm. Um, which now in the wake of um, understanding more about consent, Is a little problematic because right. he's just like just kiss the girl, you know.
0: <laughs> but, we all have um, our problematic faves, yes, <laughs> right.
1: Um, but there's this flamingo in that song who is definitely a brother because he comes in with this harmony boy that just was like woo wee. <laughs> but yeah, I love it. I mean, it's about Ariel. She falls in love. She makes um, a deal with Ursula the sea witch to become a human so she can uh, get her prince. But Ursula steals her voice. So she has to be, um, you know, is mute still politically correct? What do you say? Yeah, mute,
2: yeah, can't speak,
1: Yeah. Yeah, she can't speak. Um, And yeah, and like all Disney movies, it all works out in the end. <laughs>
0: <laughs> because if it didn't, then those, children, then those kids, those uh, parents have to deal with the, the aftermath. So yes, it all has to work out at the end. <laughs>
1: right, exactly. That is a snarf blat, by the way.
0: A, a what, I'm sorry?
1: The thing that the seagull is holding, because his character, he's always trying to teach Ariel about human things, which he, he doesn't understand. And so mm-hmm. that pipe, he tells her, is a uh, snarf black. I believe that's what it was called. <laughs>
0: I see. And are, have you seen the little mermaid, Lex?
1: I did see the little mermaid, what? Five years ago?
0: Oh, better <laughs> I, late than never.
1: I remember, we had this discussion. She was undone that I had not seen this movie and
0: watched it.
1: but you've only seen it the one time basically
0: like like watch it or move out that type of undone
1: <laughs> what well, was her house so
0: no. <laughs> fair yeah a little mermaid it's been oh it's been forever but yeah i do remember seeing it i do remember enjoying it
1: yeah yeah heard. it's totally enjoyable it's super cute i mean it's i kind of wish i had seen it as a kid to be able to appreciate it for what it's supposed to be to children because when you watch things as an adult it hits differently
2: <laughs> yes
1: So you know you're like oh well that's kind of not cool that's sexist. <laughs> That's you know, whatever it is but right yeah
0: all right well well my next movie my second movie and i'll definitely take this one off the board because i do love this movie and actually i am due for a rewatch and it is moulin rouge <laughs>
1: I'm not surprised that that's on your list.
0: Oh, okay. So before I say why I love it, tell me why you think I love it. This is actually interesting. I'm on the couch. Just I'm on
1: the couch. you the way I do, I feel like this is your kind of thing.
0: Because <laughs>
1: right, He's like, say more. Because
0: <laughs> <laughs> say more. Dissect me for the audience. I'm I'm with it. I'm con- I'm giving my consent. <laughs>
1: no, I think you know you you. I think you are a fan of Nicole Kidman and. Uh, you, you like this? I don't know. I'm not no, it's sure. It's fine. I'll let
0: you off the hook. I'll tell you why I like. It. I'm not
1: sure I can pinpoint specifically why I think you like it. I just am not surprised.
0: Well, well, and this is actually if it's not this movie, a movie. It, yeah, actually, it was this movie. This is the movie that kicked off my my uh, admiration for, for musical movies. I mean, cause you know, it's one thing to go see a musical in the theater and stuff, you know, you, you see a lot of stuff in the theater, but seeing mu- musicals on the screen really wasn't my thing until I saw Moulin Rouge and that first, I think half hour, 45 minutes or whatever is the most frenetic thing you will ever see in your life. It is flashy. It is fast. It is, I mean, I think it might have actually, I think I read something somewhere that like the amount of cuts he made, Baz Luhrmann, the director, made in like that first section was like some sort of record or something. I mean, it was like, it was an orgy for your eyes and like, and it was, it was like watching a kaleidoscope, like 10 kaleidoscopes going all at the same time and right. drawing at yeah. your face and with, to song. And I was hooked. She was incredible in it. The songs are great. I think they did sing their own songs. I bought the soundtrack promptly after I saw it. I think I went and got the, the DVD, owned it for years. And I mean, some of the, and yes, some of the, uh, one or two of the songs on it made my infamous Slow Love mixtape series. So yes, I was invested in this movie. And I, I truly enjoyed it. I, I love this movie. The, the songs still are, are great and great performances. And it's fun. I mean, it, it's a lot. I mean, if you haven't been to like, uh, you know what? If you've seen uh, the the get down on on Netflix, that was also Baz Luhrmann. He directed the, the pilot for that, like the hour the hour and a half long first episode. It's like that, but like on on steroids is the right word. It's on on speed balls. I don't know. I don't even do drugs. I don't know what drugs get you all amped up. It's on that. All right. And I just really enjoyed it. It's 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 romantic. It's it's fun. It's funny. And just so I mean, it is—it it really does kind of take your breath away. It really does. So Moulin Rouge. I haven't
1: seen this it. movie in a long. I think I may have only seen it once because I'm someone who watches movies repeatedly. But I think oh, yeah. I've only seen this one once. So it, and it was a long time ago. So I don't really remember a lot of it.
0: Yeah, I'm due for rewatch. You know, I'm rewatching <laughs> this this week. I, I I miss this film. This is so good. Have you seen it, uh, KJ?
1: Never seen it. Get out! <laughs> I know it's. I really, you would
0: love it. You would love it.
1: You know it's interesting. I'm not sure why I never saw it. What year did this come out? Two thousand one. I don't know. It kind of just. I remember, Of course, I remember the Christina Aguilera, Pink, uh, Maya, Lil Kim song.
0: <laughs> but, <laughs> Yeah uh uh the yeah. Yeah. avec yeah, I remember that video too. Yeah, it's just uh the colors, the production values, ah, oh, incredible. Moulin Rouge treat treat yourself.
2: Treat, treat, yourself.
0: yourself. <laughs> treat yourself. All right, so next uh yeah, so Lex, your final film, what you got?
1: Mm, um that's gone. That's gone um i'm gonna go with greece
0: ah a classic
1: that was on my list yeah
0: nah that's right backup plan all right yes greece 78 i assume the 78 one right yeah yeah well, there, there's one on here that says 1971 i don't know that one i know this one <laughs>
1: yeah, i don't know i don't know 1971
0: either yeah yeah so so extrapolate why greece i mean why not but why greece
1: um, well, again, I watched this when I was young and, um,
0: Oh, that looks fun. <laughs> wow.
1: <laughs> yeah. When I was little and it's another one that I've seen at 50,000 times. And, um, I actually wrote a paper about this in grad school for some reason. I don't remember exactly why, but, um, <laughs> you know, the songs bang to this day Yep, and, um, it's, it's, it's a lovely, oh, looking um.
0: Oh, Doctor Channing, I know our girl.
1: I mean, when you again, oh when you goodness. listen to the, the you know the things that they say, in this movie, what <laughs> are so uncool right now? Like you would never get away with the things that they talk about in this film.
0: Tell me more. Tell me more. I
1: just had a realization. That actress Dinah Manoff that you just passed,
0: oh, yeah, yeah, what about it?
1: Carol in Empty Nest, which was the Golden Girls. Really? <laughs> oh, didn't really? Watch. Yes, I just had that realization.
0: There it is, Carol Weston. Oh, okay, oh, Empty, I remember Empty Nest. Oh, this, this is my favorite type of cultural cul de sac. We're going back to the 80s sitcoms. Yes. <laughs> Well, Christy McNichol? Girls. Wow.
1: Yeah. How is it a Golden Girls spin Because the actual pilot was a Golden Girls episode that they broke I know, away like, from. Like, what is it? Like, how is it connected to Their neighbors.
0: Oh, yeah. Their
1: neighbors. You know? Garth
0: Brooks, wow. But,
1: but Harry Weston, this actor, Richard, um, what's his name? Richard Mulligan.
0: Yeah, there she is, Getty. Yeah, she's like the connective tissue.
1: Yeah, he was not in the pilot. It was completely different actors. And I think Rita Moreno was his wife in the pilot but then when they did the show his wife had died mm. and it was just him so it was it was a spinoff but it turned into something totally different is that Marshall warfield
0: that is Marshall warfield night court what you know about the bales night court
1: <laughs> that's so funny
0: yeah. yeah oh wow yeah all right nice one is
1: a great little you know story about uh opposites attracting and the things that we do
0: for love. True. Oh, Greece. Yeah, back. To, bring it back to Greece. Yes. Yeah. No. Yeah, Greece is Greece is a classic. Uh, uh, sure to be, you know, performed at high schools, in, at Infinitum, you know, in inter- throughout eternity. Uh, the song. And actually, I was what was I watching? I was watching something that was like some show that was, oh, actually, I was watching Hannah earlier tonight, and someone mentioned uh, uh, one character's uh, cover name was Sandy Phillips, and and these are all like, you know. 18 19 year olds talking now so and so yeah i mean Sandy phillips then this other girl who just met here is like Sandy phillips your parents like greece and she's like huh because it's like one of the the female assassin trainees who would who never didn't know anything about the world it's like what do you mean it's like greece you know like the musical i'm like she don't know they don't know so it, it lives even to this day some damn near 50 years 40 years later
1: greece yeah. go ahead I'm, I, like I love Grease too, as well. I know you know a lot of people don't like it. Michelle Pfeiffer didn't even, doesn't even like the movie, but I loved Grease too. Mm.
0: As oh, as well. Grease too? Okay.
1: Mm.
0: I I thought I thought it was alright. I minded. I,
1: never mind it, it. I, I loved it. I mean, it's it's cheesier <laughs> than Grease, <laughs> um, but I was with it. I, I I watched that.
0: Maxwell Caulfield. I really <laughs> thought he was going to be a thing. I really did. He, he had good. that hair. Yeah. And look at that look. I mean, look he's ready to seduce all you American ladies right now. Look at that hair. Okay.
2: <laughs>
0: Maxwell Caulfield. Yeah, wow. All right, takes me back. All right, so great pick. What's your next pick, KJ?
1: I'm a little torn between two, but I'm going to go with Chicago. Damn.
0: Yeah. yeah. All right, well played. You took my third. It's all good. It's all good.
1: Lipschitz. Uh uh. So good. What was your other one that you were torn between? Um, actually, <laughs> Eduardo's other one. <laughs> La my La Land. Oh, uh, that's never gonna be on his list. He loved La La Land.
0: Did you? you? I remember we. First, had- so first of all, all right, let, let, all right let, let's, let's, let's get orderly here. Talk about Chicago, <laughs> then we'll get to whatever my third pick's gonna be since you took my sh- Chicago. <laughs> Y'all yeah, know me. Yeah. All right, so yeah, so why do you like Chicago?
1: Um why do I like Chicago? It's just, well one, because you got the women kind of uh
0: Catherine Zeta badass. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
1: Which I love. Who knew Catherine Zeta Jones had it in her, honey? Who knew mm. Renee Zellweger had her in it? Jeez, honey, it just,
0: that was a revelation at the time. I, I, yeah.
1: Both of them were shocking to me. I was not expecting that from either of them. I was like, oh really? That's that's what we're doing? <laughs> wow. okay. It was great. And I oh, I wasn't wait. familiar with the story beforehand, so I actually thought the story was pretty cool. I was like, oh, yeah. look!" And, I mean, still relevant today when you talk about media hype and, mm-hmm. you know, how people are made celebrities even for heinous things. And then, mm-hmm. you know, the next news cycle comes and they're tossed in the trash, you know? Yeah. Still very true. Mm-hmm. But I thought it was great.
0: Yeah, I, I loved it. This was also in – like it was Moulin Rouge that I think Chicago came shortly thereafter, and that really got me going on, mus- on movie musicals. Yeah,
1: they were Absolutely. back. back That's my favorite song too. The um, oh. the prison house was it tango?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm. That one and Mister Cellophane, which is yeah, you know, pretty sad, but I love that song.
0: Uh, excellent choice, excellent yeah. choice. And also, since you ruined it. Since I was left, since you took my third, my backup was, yes, La La Land.
1: I knew it. Can't, you
0: know, she knows me more than, she knows you better than you and you know me longer. How that feels? Obviously, that
1: feel? because you, was that, maybe I'm confusing she with someone else. La La Land's praises when it first came out. You don't remember? Oh, I must be thinking about someone else. You said it, it makes you want to run
0: out and go fall in love. It really yes.
1: does. And
0: I know, I thought that's what you said about um A Star is Born. Oh, that too. but That's not a musical. I mean, yeah. like well, well, yeah, no, that's got performances. It's not a musical though. This and even even still I said the same thing about, I said the same thing about uh about A Star is Born. It really it really did kind of like reach in there and grab me, but I mean, this at the time I saw it really <laughs> was really got me as well. I remember I mean, I saw it with a the friend and at the at the second it was over and we're talking about it afterwards and stuff, and and she's cute, you know, she's cute and everything. But it's like I, I kind of wish I'd seen it with someone else. Kind of wish I'd seen it like on a date, because I mean, I, you know, it really made me like, wow, just like love, 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 and <laughs> I just, I, I really felt it. And yeah, you know me, really love paper. It was on my list. Um, I didn't expect to pick it until you Chicago. It's all good though. That's how the game's played. And yeah, it's so colorful. The songs are good. I mean. Yeah, I mean, you know, you could. I mean, it's not unassailable. I mean, the whole, you know, white guy you know knows jazz better than John Legend thing will never play well. But, you know, it's, it's, it's fine. I, I, I mean, I enjoyed it. I really had a great time at the movies, and I think I have the soundtrack somewhere, too. And, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it.
1: It's one of those movies, like, at first I was like, everybody is just going on and on. And, again, when I first saw it, I do think I was with the wrong people. Yeah, <laughs> there was a lot of talking and it was a lot of like just and I you know at that point I don't think I could give it my full focus but I had to I used to do quality control for film distribution companies mm. and I had to watch it something like three times <laughs> for work
0: uh-huh. and
1: after that I was like oh, okay yeah this movie's really really good <laughs> It's really good,
0: like, and what i like is that from the beginning they let you know all right this is a musical we're gonna be singing through yeah. stuff like yeah. no like from jump like get used to it and anytime you can do that especially for especially in an interesting way for modern audiences i think it's it's to be respected not applauded in and also it's very much about like the you know the the young uh single actor struggle in 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 la I mean, you know we all know about that some and it's got you know definitely makes use of of la as a as a backdrop you know the griffith park observatory the studio lots you know fairfax all sort of stuff so i I, re- I definitely related to it i definitely can relate to it and i enjoyed it yeah so yeah i'm, I'm a basic you called me out you figured me out La La Land. That,
1: I did not say any of wow.
0: that. Wow. Okay. Well, that was that was more for you, Lex. You were like La La Land.
1: La La Land. Won I think many I awards. must be confusing you with somebody else because, yeah, I was yeah. like, what? Yeah. But I have told people before in terms of f- falling in love and to this movie, mm-hmm. you know, wanting to be in love. I was like, you know, this guy at work was asking if he should take his wife to see. His wife wanted to see it. I said, if you are sure that you are the love of her life <laughs> take her if you are not mm-hmm. if there's remotely the possibility that someone else was the one the one who got away
0: because that hurt. ending <laughs> because that ending all right well it's there yeah yeah oh uh, yeah just i really enjoy it i really enjoy it and they, are, and they have great chemistry together too i think this is at, on the heels of um they did Crazy Stupid Love, and they were great in that as well.
1: Yeah. That is my favorite rom com. Really? Yeah.
0: Oh wow. So I, I, I guess I missed you the day I was um I was live tweeting a rewatch of it about a couple months ago. That was. Oh,
1: were you? I did. I did.
0: Yeah. You could you could look up Swag Poker and uh, uh, Crazy Stupid Love. You might see some. Might see a nice little string of
1: swag poker. Crazy
0: Stupid texts. Crazy Stupid tweets. <laughs> okay.
1: You said Swag Poker.
0: Well, that's that's my uh Twitter handle. I'm Just
1: making sure that's what you said.
0: Oh, actually, actually, no, actually, I think I did. I did it most. For, I think I did it from the the cinema draft account. So yeah, at play cinema draft, and then crazy, crazy stupid love hashtag. Uh, I think that I think we'll find them there. But yeah, I I, I hadn't seen it since twenty eleven. I think, and I really I really enjoyed re- enjoyed rewatching it. So you got great <laughs> taste, kid. You got great taste. <laughs> All right, so. Mm-hmm hit the right button this time all right i almost almost missed it i got the right button this time all right so that will end this segment and we are going to take a short break to bring you our pre-recorded messages of how you play and enjoy the great draft draft stream game we'll be right back shortly after this movie theaters are on a hiatus but we here at cinema draft are not Draft Stream is the streaming content version of the Cinema Draft game you know and love. Just like with Cinema Draft, you have a $100,000 salary cap for a 10-actor call sheet, no more, no less. But in this one, you have to have at least one of three actor types for your 10-actor call sheet, one headliner, a co-star, and a day player. Scoring is based on weighted averages of Rotten Tomatoes and Metacritic scores, plus Audience and user scores. Headliners get a 40% bonus while co stars receive a 20% bonus over day player points. The game runs from Thursday evening to Monday afternoon with daily updates on Saturday and Sunday before final scoring after Monday, 12 p.m. Pacific time. Currently, we are alpha testing DraftStream in a rudimentary spreadsheet based format while we work on adapting it for digital play. Tweaks happen almost weekly due to player feedback. We really need the data, so please help us out and play the game. Often, there is a $50 prize pool with $35 going to first and $15 going to second for the top two non-cinema draft employee players. A link to the most current talent pool is included in the podcast description. Please review the rules tab and submit your call sheet by Thursday, 6 p.m. Pacific time. Thanks for your help. And good luck. At least in voice, if not in face. All right. So our quarantine movie of the week last week was Hustlers. And this week, it is Armageddon. That classic, heartfelt tale of trying to save the world from an asteroid smashing into it. Are you all familiar with Armageddon? I loved
1: Armageddon. Yeah. I mean, you know, say what you want. I I think some people find it kind of corny or sappy or, you know, wholly unbelievable. I'm like, okay, suspend disbelief. You know what I mean? But, like, I thought it was uh, funny. I thought it was, like, suspenseful. I thought it was very touching at the end. I might have shed a few. Might have shed one or two of
0: these tears. This is a safe space. I, too, (laughs) nearly shed a tear myself. <laughs> Just, I mean, uh, you know, Ben Affleck coming into his leading man status. Yeah. Great ensemble cast. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, funny, fun, Steve Shemmy, uh, You know, and Bruce Willis. Bruce, Bruce Willis thing. It was great. Yep.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And Errol Smith with a quality contribution to music <laughs> 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 from that soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Don't wanna miss a thing.
0: Yeah, and it's funny because someone, they did a, like a rewatchables on this one podcast to listen to on, on uh, Armageddon. And I did not realize this, but apparently this is probably one of the most subversively pro-right movies ever. Because think about, think about when you, uh, when you go back to it. When you first see Harry Stamp on his oil, they're, they're hitting golf balls at Greenpeace the uh, jingoism flags flay, you know everywhere you know you know american can do spirit all sort of stuff and the military is the good and military and and well and to an extent law enforcement a little bit are the good guys it's a fairly conservative movie i never quite thought about it like that but it didn't didn't yeah. bother me though yeah.
1: i also haven't seen it in a long time so yeah yeah um, i remember- Remember I've never about it, thought about that. I, I do remember the golf balls. Yes, I didn't remember, I remember that they that. were hitting Stop them
0: the... Stop the drilling! Time. Stop the drilling! And they're, like, hitting golf balls at them. Mm, yeah. Yeah, a lot, a lot of one destruction and <laughs> stuff. A lot of great spe- special effects for the time. Still fairly hold up. Decent. Okay. hmm Yeah, Yeah, there there you go. American flags everywhere. Drape yourself in the flag. It's cool. So yeah, no, but I mean, I really enjoyed it. It's fun. It's a, it's a, it's, it's a bit of a romp. And yes, you have to suspend disbelief. And oh, awesome! Before I forget, the score. This is probably the first. Well, after Titanic, this was like one of the the early movies that really got me switched on to listening to music scores. This is Trevor Rabin. 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 R A B I N. And I was just, I mean, I went nuts for his score on this. It was, it was Oh, no, no, this is Hans Zimmer. Hold on, am I tripping? This might be Zimmer. Hold on, let me see. This this, this has to be Zimmer. It's either Zimmer or Rabin. Well, I, I think it's Rabin. Because I did pay attention to this stuff after this, too. Musical Department, yeah, Trevor Rabin, yeah. And you look at some of his scores, I mean, he doesn't get as much shout-out as, like, Hans Zimmer, who is the GOAT. Make no mistake, Hans, Hans Zimmer, and then John Williams. You know again, uh, John Williams, venerated Oscars, blah, blah blah. But I prefer a Hans Zimmer score to a Williams one, although they're both great. And, and yeah, Rabin had had a nice, nice run. Con Air, uh, Enemy of the State. That was a great score. When I think about it, uh, like the you know John 60 Seconds, I don't remember that score? Oh, Remember the Titans? That score, bangs. When when like we're not gonna let them cross. The 50 yard man, like that, that will get you that'll get you jacked up. So yeah. So when it comes,
2: really
0: yeah. when it comes to good musical scores, this this one Trevor Rabin started really doing his with with this one right here. Okay. All right. So and also for those of you who do indulge, we will, we will post our our quarantine movie of the week up here, as you can see last week's was hustlers. We will post it on our cinema draft tour account. What? Hustlers. Hustlers. H- oh. Yeah. Oh. At Play Cinema Draft. Tweet us your tweet length review. All right. So this is time for our quick draft stream update. We've yet to see you ladies play. We miss you. I, I know spreadsheets they suck. Who wants to do spreadsheet I'm under time? But it's been a fun game. We learned quite a lot in our think thirteen weeks. Giving out you know prizes each week. Fifty dollar prize pool. Thirty five dollars to first. Fifteen dollars to second. And we also have a low ball prize feature for lowest score. That satisfies the requirements of, no, I'm dead serious. You have to have, at least, you have to spend at least 75000 of your budget, of your $100,000 budget. You must have at least three different titles in your call sheet. And you must have at least one headliner, one co-star, and one day player. As you're seeing now on your screen, this is our lowball winner. And actually, shout out to our boy, Gamble24X7, G24, the all-time cinema draft money winner when we had the site up and running and now quickly closing on becoming the, the all-time draft stream money winner. He had a clean sweep this past weekend. It was phenomenal to watch. He won not only first, not only second, but also the low ball and for good measure, his number one call sheet, his winning call sheet also happened to be the statistical perfect call sheet.
1: Oh You've wow! Never had a perfect call sheet. So basically, before.
0: he ran a Boston on you. He ran a Boston on everybody. It was <laughs> wild. I mean, and in so he won a $25 perfect call sheet bonus. First time this ever happened. He did wow. it on the back of the Babysitter's Club, which I was not checking for. As you can see, we, we had Hamilton in here. Hamilton, uh, you know, and for good reason, was our highest priced uh, title of the weekend. Uh, I mean, I just knew it was going to break records for us. It came close. Our all-time draft stream scoring title has been The Last Dance, 124.15. This uh, came
1: close. Okay.
0: This came close. It came came up to, was it 122, oh, 121.80. You know what it was? I think over the weekend, I mean, I'm, I'm going to take I'm gonna take a moment of personal privilege right here for a second. Damn it. Y'all at IMDb, get your lives. What are you doing? It started off at 9.3. I thought it was only going to go up over the weekend. It went down to a 9.1. On IMDb, what are you guys doing? What? Hamilton? Yes, Hamilton. this thing should have been a ten out of ten. I get it. You get a large sample size. It's not gonna get. You're not gonna get a ten. I thought I was at least get a nine point five. Nine point five. This is a whole different ball game. But no, no. You know, not a struggle. Accuracy or everyone had slate. Yes, we know all that. We know all that. But it's still a great play. Anyways, all right. I'm gonna get off my soapbox. I said. <laughs> I mean, even even if it went 130, which is like a perfect score on here, I still couldn't have won. Here I am, all the way back here in fifth. You know, I kind of sucked. You you had to avoid Hamilton in order to win that week, and he did. Babysitter's Club totally outperformed. Uh, totally exceeded value. Outcry, which I started watching, it's on Showtime. Uh, about it's not one of those like true crime docu series. This one about a a high school star football player who is accused of sexual molestation, but he, probably didn't do it. So that's kind of working its way uh through the scores well. The outpost, which I was not aware of at all going into uh this week. My that. Oh seriously? Oh it it has been really well reviewed. I knew nothing about it.
1: Yeah, outpost, Kwame. yeah this,
0: uh who who's your friend?
1: Kwame Patterson.
0: Oh yeah yeah absolutely yeah he, he's in this um uh headed up by Orlando Bloom Scott Eastwood. I'm actually it's now on my radar. I mean it got not only uh, good reviews but also the audiences with like 88% on Google user score and 6.6 on IMDb which is above average so yeah I'm, I'm probably gonna have to check it out on VOD and then Warrior None I over I over leveraged on Warrior None obviously and not I mean some Warrior None was good but not as much as I had so so shout out to G24 well done this past week. This week We've got 15 fresh ones, 15 hot ones for you, including, oh, including the old guard, Charlize Theron's
1: yeah, action fantasy
0: good. adventurer. We also have, <laughs> I think, what's that?
1: I hope it's as good as I think.
0: Well, so, well, i I mean, early research. I mean, we keep our we keep our score static, you know, until until we go live on Thursday. But early reviews have been fairly lukewarmish, but. It's action, so who cares? Uh, Palm Springs, Very interested in this one. Mm. This is the at Andy Samberg, Kristen Milioti, I guess, rom-com. Mm. And it's been really well-reviewed, so I guess it's a bit of a festival darling, so I'm looking forward to that. But the real debut this weekend, Flying to the Radar. Now, all right, now, if you're looking this list, KJ, which do you think I'm the most excited about on this list right here?
1: I can't see your list.
0: Oh, you can't see it? Am I, am I screen sharing? Mm-mm. Oh my God. Wow. I, wow. This entire time I thought of screen sharing. My bad. Here y'all go. <laughs> I'm going through all these. Well, you know, that was a podcast special. That was for you listeners, not for you viewers. But yes, this, yeah, here we are on our sheet. These are our 15 titles.
1: Hmm. Of
0: these 15, which do you think I'm most excited to see this weekend?
1: I, I honestly don't know most of them by title, except P Valley, so I'm a. Good there
0: it is, guy. there it is, Shouty, you got it, P Valley. <laughs> Woo, how'd you boy? C- come on, you're
1: so terrible. <laughs>
0: come on, now. First of all, I mean, well, you know, well, first of all, strip club culture. It is. I mean, I don't know about Virginia, where you from, but my second home, Atlanta, the ATL. Let's just say, strip club culture is a part of the native yeah. culture there. So I am mm-hmm. very much intrigued about seeing this piece of art and entertainment. Are, well, are we just doing all stills? All, all promo shots? Wow, okay. Uh, there we go, finally. <laughs> someone in the cast. Uh, yeah, basically about the lives and loves of a strip club in the, the dirty Delta. I guess that'd be Mississippi. I
1: think it's I think it's Mississippi,
0: yeah. bring it. it. I mean, because, you know, stripping <laughs> star in Africa. Stripping started in Africa. She what? No, stripping star in Africa. Our boy, dollar is oh, the Players that. Club. Buckets oh, naked yeah. in the news. That's As a shout out
1: to coach, Brandy I've met a, a couple of times, but also my friend Thomas Jones, he's going to recur in it, and he was telling me about the uh, work they had to do with the dialect coach to get that Mississippi Southern. <laughs>
0: uh, okay. Yeah. Yes, Thomas Jones, a.k.a. former Jets running back, a.k.a. Uh, what was the name of his character in in uh, in uh, What was that?
1: On, Mary, on being Mary Jane?
0: Uh, no, well he was he was in being mary jane he was the jump off uh, also he was in um oh uh, are you talking cage. about
1: luke cage yeah luke cage yeah oh i forgot what his name
0: was. yeah he had a great he had a great uh arc or with, he did
1: um, i forgot yes. his name oh my gosh. yeah but he
0: was good in that thomas jones yeah, um, successfully made the transition from athlete to actor and yeah knowing that he's in this yeah i'm excited for this i'm even more excited but yeah, I, I, lo- I love me I, I mean, well obviously, you know, once again, cishet black male privilege. I do love me some strip club culture and stuff. I can't say I'm a frequenter of strip clubs. I've been to my fair share when I in undergrad. But yeah, I I love but even even something like the Players Club, which I thought was I mean, you know, comedy, drama ish, whatever, I thought that was fascinating and 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 an entertaining time. So yeah. Bring it, P Valley. <laughs> although, although I don't think it will get a lot of traction in our game thus far. Uh, stars titles haven't fared too well. Actually, I think we only have like one or two other stars titles. Uh, this might fly under the radar. It debuts on Sunday, so keep that in mind, everyone who is who are everyone who is creating their call sheets debuting on Sunday means it might not have a lot of runway to get a lot of audience love and in this game it is all about the audiences. 60% bonuses for the Google audience score and the user the IMDB user score. So keep that in mind when you're filling out your call sheets this week. as always, your call sheets are due Thursday 6 p.m Pacific time to win part of our $50 prize pool. And we'll see if our boy, Gamble24X7, and his perfect damn call sheet can run it back. Can, can G24 run it back? All right.
2: <laughs>
0: and I guess that brings to a close. Let me see if I can get this stupid thing working again on video so I can at least say goodbye to all of you. Thank you so much. Clap it up for yourselves for coming on. The lovely L.A. ladies, thank you so much for classing up the joints. And this is usually the time of the episode when we bring it in for a landing. And we also encourage you to go ahead and plug your ish. So go ahead, plug your ish.
1: Um, we're in quarantine. <laughs> <laughs> so there is no ish to be plugged currently as Hollywood is still shut down. Mm. So Tragedy. We will see what happens next. Yeah, I mean we're all doing what Hollywood is doing. We're like creating content with no way to uh to deliver, you know? <laughs> Fair. So it's just ideas floating around right now.
0: Ideas floating around. Copy a deal if you can. Seems like they're still making deals out there some way, somehow. There's gonna be a huge backlog of acting. I mean just so Clearly Joy, you know, we, we, we know you you've been active recently on the actor scene. Just you no, know, drink lots of water, get ready, because when, <laughs> when when they're able to start rolling again, you'll be working for the next three years straight. Straight
1: <laughs> You heard that guy. You heard what he said. <laughs> Thank you. Received.
0: You know, Appreciate. you know. So everyone get ready for the stretch run in. I and as always, thanks for coming on. We will have you back as, as soon as I possibly can. I love having you guys on and I guess I will play us out oh I I guess I'll play us out there it is that's not what I wanted let's do something else
1: (laughs) okay I'll have some purple rain in my head and I'll just go with what I
0: like (laughs) you don't need it technically challenged as always okay great you know what screw it we'll just we'll just just say goodbye we'll fix it and post (laughs) dang it thanks again for watching thanks again for listening everybody and we'll be back next week with another top five and some more great guests Thanks, everybody. Where can you find Cinema Draft? We are on Twitter, at PlayCinemaDraft. Facebook, Cinema Draft, Instagram, at PlayCinemaDraft. Medium, at CinemaDraft. That is our corporate blog. We're even on Pinterest, CinemaDraft. Also, subscribe to this podcast at iTunes, Google Music, SoundCloud, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts from. And finally, please visit us at cinemadraft.co and sign up for an invite to the relaunch. We will always have games where you can sign up, play for free, and win real money. Cinemadraft is a registered mark of Cinemadraft LLC. Both the Cinema Draft game and the CD3D decentralized app token are for entertainment purposes
2: only.